want I want to share some of you that comes up a lot on these. With the dorm council, there's no false starts. So start right I want to say something that comes up. We'll start. We'll, we'll give the guys will join us. We'll have Musavad for the whole shear. But I want to say something for the. That's Nagea lot these parishes. But it's Nagea lot of areas in Yiddishkeit. Shalshud, this is always much harder to eat in these weeks, in these short weeks. By the time Shalshud comes, you just finish your Shabbos day suda. And you're frankly not very hungry. And, and there's a mitzvah. Thank you so much. Thank you. How are you? Maybe a real out of weird jackets today? Yeah. Yeah, today the heat broke and yeah. Yeah. Special waiver today because the, the heat's broken. The finish is not that the heat's broken, the finish is that we can wear jackets. So, well, it's true. It's true. So much so that Shal this is hard to eat, Moshe. The Rachasholchan says, we know for a Sheva Brachas, Moshe, you need a Panam Chadashes. You need a new person to come in order to make Sheva Brachas. You need a Panam Chadashes. You need somebody to come to the Sudu who wasn't at the Chasna, wasn't that earlier part of the Simcha. That new excitement, and then you can make Sheva Brachas. Shabbos doesn't need a Panam Chadashes. Since there's the joy of Shabbos, Special. The, what's the purpose of Panam Chadashes? Is you need a certain amount of joy to make Sheva Brachas. It's when you're engaged. It's a blast to see a new person that hasn't you haven't seen yet. It's like oh Mazel Tov! Like the whole Simcha happens again. You're a Chassan. Woo! The whole Simcha. That's Panam Chadashes. Panam Chadashes is somebody comes to Sheva Brachas. The only way you're allowed to make Sheva Brachas, you invite somebody there who wasn't at the earlier Simcha. So the whole Simcha comes up again. Another person who's fired up about your engage about your marriage. Yeah. That's In order to make Shabrachs. That's you need a Panam Chadashis. You need a new person who wasn't at the previous Simcha. And then you can make. Now you need somebody who makes the Chasen happy. The best, as long as they bring a guy off the street, I don't even know. It's like, oh, Mazel Tov. That's not a Panam Chadashis. A good Panam Chadashis is some friend who, for whatever reason, couldn't be at the Chasen. They might be angry at the guy, but if a guy is not angry at, that causes an extra Simcha. So that's Panam Chadashis. Shabbos doesn't need a Panam Chadashis. There's a tremendous joy of Shabbos. Since you have the joy of Shabbos, you don't need Panam Chadashis. Shalashodis doesn't have that joy. Says the Aruch since Shal Shudas, you don't really want to eat. You're like, ah. Oh. So it doesn't have the joy. You need a Panam Chadashis. So Shal Shudas is difficult. Why is it called Shaloj? Klal Yisrael as a minog, we call it Shaloj Suudas. Shal Shudas. It should be called Sudash Lishit, the third Suda. Shalosh Sudas means three meals. Sudash Lishit means the third meal. Why do we call it three meals? It's not three meals. It's one meal. The Taim Yamin Hagim, the Sefer Taim Yamin Hagim, asks this question. Now you have to know, Ezi, they're asking on a Minig Yisrael, everything you didn't do is value. And we call it three meals. You ever wondered why we call it three meals? Shalosh Sudas? We say it fast, we don't know what we're saying. Shalosh Sudas. Shalosh Sudas, three meals. It feels like three meals when you're stuffed and you don't want to eat anymore. But it's called three meals, it should be called one meal. Or it be called Sudash Lishit. You ever wondered this, Moshala? Why it's called three meals? The third meal would be Sudash Lishit. What do we call it? Shalosh Sudas. It means three meals. 
my wife, my wife Yak was once invited in Eretz Yisrael by an Israeli. I don't remember which way. It got confusing because Israel said, "Come to us in Hebrew." The Sudash Lishet Shalish Sudat. And I don't remember if my, they really were inviting for all the students. My wife thought the third, and they invited the third. She thought, oh, like there was some miscommunication precisely because of this. Because it's called Shalosh Sudot. It's called, it should be called Sudash Lishet. In Eretz Yisrael, they would say Sudash Lishet. They would say, but it, to the point that my wife had a confusion because of the way they said it. The, I could be they said, or something, and she understood they were saying to the three meals something like that but the bottom line is what's the reason says the time when you do it when it's easy you eat the Friday night suda so certainly there's schar it's a mitzvah but who said you're doing it for the mitzvah you eat Shabbos day you have a chiv you eat the third meal it gives you schar for all three sudas because now you did it when it's hard you show that you're doing because Hashem said you now get more schar for it validates all three sudas by eating this suda when it's hard it gives you more schar for all the sudas so I want to tell you a principle Zebi that's worth to remember your whole life that's a cute vert. You hear that cute vert? That Shalosh Shudas is called three meals. Shalosh Sudas. It's be called Sudash Lishit. Why did, now we're asking on Minag Yisrael. The time Yaman Hagim does that. He's asking if there's no Gemara that calls it three meals. It's simply the custom. People call it Shalosh Sudas. Well, three meals. It's one meal. Says the time Yaman Hagim, since it's hard to do, Teach Al Shodas, you're not hungry, you just ate. And you eat it, it gives you all three meals. When you eat the Friday night, you say you were hungry, no big schar. Shabbos day, no big schar. You eat Shal Shodas, it's Megala that you're doing it because Ratz Nashem, you get more schar for all three Sudas. Beautiful pshat, that's what's called three meals. I say it every single year, I say this on, the, on these weeks we have Shal Shodas in Shul. Always the first week I say over this, this idea. But my point is something profound. There's a Mishnah in Ave Zevi that I want you to have a new pshat in for the rest of your life. The Mishnah in Ave says, it says, Lefum Tzara Agra. Listen to this, Benny, listen to this pshat. Lefum Tzara Agra, according to the pain, as he is the reward. So Pasha Pshat, you assumed your whole life, when you do it when it's hard, you get more schar. Simple, right? You do it when it's hard, you get more schar. Zevi, I'm going to tell you a new pshat, it's worth it. You're in Yeshiva for this pshat. But this, this is the emes. This, the Mepharshim say it on the spot, Lefum Tzara Agra. Pasha Pshat, you assume, you do when it's hard. So that day, you had two days of learning. One day it was easy for you. You, were, you felt it and you learned. The other day was hard. So the day it's hard, you get more schar. That's what you assume, Maishla. It's not true, Pshat. Lefum Tzara Agra, Maish, means when you do it when it's hard, for now on, you get the schar, more schar for that mitzvah. You're koiveya, the value of a mitzvah. If a guy learns one day when it's hard, the rest of the times he learns, he gets the schar of the hard one. I'm going to tell you Rabbi Yisrael Salanter in one minute. One minute. When you learn when it's hard, it's a very profound idea. When you do it when it's hard, so now all the time you do it, you get the schar of doing when it's hard. I'll give you a mushal. All for the boss. What? The rest of your life. All for the boss, all for the boss had a mice. He had a seder you never would miss from 10 to 11 in the morning. He was a, he was a trader of, um, of leather. 
he dealt, he was a leather merchant, and he had a Seder in the morning he would never miss. And he once gave up like $100,000. $100,000 in the early 1900s, a million dollars. I don't know the exact number. It's like a million dollars. And he gave up. A guy, there was like a pressure deal, and a guy said, I need to do it. He said, I have a Seder. Guy said, I need to do it this morning or bust. He said, I'm learning. <laughs> bust. Tough luck. And he gave up the money. Then he gave up the money. He was so happy, he felt the rest of his life to say there was a million dollar seder. That was his million dollar seder. It's not just that day you get special schar. The rest of his life, that seder is a different seder. Even if it was a million dollars, I don't do this in the lack of anything else. It's a million dollar seder. Another like an analogy. I was, talk, I was talking to Rabbi Beitler about this last night. If, if, somebody, if a Rebbe is teaching Torah and somebody offers him $14 million to do something, he gets a big offer and he says no. He, he, every day is a $14 million. I'm doing this, not for it. I chose this. This is what I want to do. This is what, I, this is what I'm doing. Lefum Tzara Agra says... Zevi, that when you do it when it's difficult, the rest of your life you get schar for beating something difficult. The rest of your life. Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter as follows. The Gemara says that La'asid Lavei Hashem is going to take out the Yitzhahara and Shechtim. It's going to Shech the Yitzhahara. La'asid Lavei. We have to do, we have to do mitzvahs while we still have the Yitzhahara. It's very sad. La'asid Lavei is going to Shech It makes me sad. The Yitzhahara is our opportunity to be Mekad Hashem Shemayim. Loss of love is going to shecht it. We won't have the opportunity to fight. So, so valid question. So, so that's what Hashem's going to shecht the Yitzhahara. A guy described to me, I promise the story happened. A guy who learned in this yeshiva was a gorgeous Ben Tyre, just told me a mice. I promise. The guy is practical. The guy is not like a, the guy is a very honest, practical guy. And he was guarding his eyes. He was on a Shmira Seinayim campaign. I don't know if I had more nachas in the history of the yeshiva. The guy was guarding his eyes. He made a decision. He's not seeing bad stuff anymore. And one day came and he had a taiva. He was going to tremendous stress. He's looking at something bad. He's going to look at something bad. And he went to his house. And that's it. He couldn't hold that. A lot of triggers. These things are real in the brain. He had triggers and stresses. And unbelievable rationales to look at something bad. He went home and he had a vice that he was going to look on. He put, it was in his hands and for one hour he said he never fought this hard in his life. For one hour he's alone in his house. He's going to turn on something inappropriate. For one hour he fought like a tiger not to turn on. He said he never fought so hard in his life. He said he was crying. He was battling himself. You can't fathom. This guy has stuff in his life that's very, very difficult. For one hour, he fought like a tiger. After an hour, he couldn't hold out anymore. An hour of Kiddush Shemayim. Imagine I fought for one hour right there, alone in the house. One hour, he told himself things he was liking. After the hour, he couldn't fight anymore. He said, that's it. Hashem, I, I, I fought. I can't fight anymore. He told me the story. I wanted to take off his head for this language. He said, I lost after an hour. I don't like that. You you, you didn't lose. You And then you lost. You won. You won for an hour. But but after the hour, at that moment, he was going to then look. After an hour of victory. He then was going to look. And he said, that's it. He said he was crying. He said, Hashem, I, I have nothing left. I can't fight anymore. 
He pressed, he started, he went down to press the button, and there was an eight-minute blackout in his house. Everything went out in his house. Somebody had Wi-Fi, like somehow because the electricity went out, the device he was having didn't work. Eight minutes, everything went out. I promised my sheikh, he was ready, that's it, the hour was over. Now, he, now he's nechshel. Everything went out. Then, of course, he won. Once he saw he was like, awed what Hashem did for him. For eight minutes, every bit of electricity went out in his house. Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, "Lo'asin love Hashem's going to shech the Yitzara." Amazing, my son. I heard it from the guy's mouth exactly as it happened. Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, "Lo'asin love Hashem's going to take out the Yitzara, and he's going to, sh- and everybody's going to look at the Yitzara, and Hashem's going to shech them." To tzaddikim, the Yitzara says the Gemara to tzaddikim and Rishon, it's going to look different. Tzaddikim are going to see a monster. It's going to look like Mike Tyson. Chiseled, mamish, Connor McGregor. The Yitzhahara, I have to update my Misham a little bit. To, to the Tzaddikim, the Yitzhahara is going to look like a Zad beast, a Zahayara. Unbelievable, it's going to be powerful. And to the point they're going to cry remembering the pain and fighting him. To the Risham, he's going to look puny. It's going to be like a little flimsy, frail guy, like no muscles. And they're going to say, How did we beat him? That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara is soaking. I don't get it. The same, the same dude, is he strong or weak? Tzadikim see him as a chiseled monster. And the Rishon see him as a puny nothing. What is he? I don't get it. Is he chiseled or is he strong? You hear the question? Lost in love, Hashem's going to shech the Yitzhara Yankov. To Tzadikim, they're going to see a tiger. And they're going to cry remembering the difficult pain in beating him. The Rishon are going to see somebody puny. They're going to say, how did we beat Says Rabbi Yisrael as follows, after you fight the Yitzhahara, you turn in puny. At the beginning, it's difficult, any battle. A guy who wants to learn consistently, at the beginning, it's murder. When you're trying to learn and make a schedule and get to it, it's murder. It's like, after a guy gets, get, gets it done, it becomes pretty easy. You see a guy's in a flow. He's pushing in a flow and he's doing it pretty easily. Says Rabbi Yisrael, in every battle against the Yitzhar, it starts hard and becomes easy. Says Rabbi Yisrael, you know why the tzaddikim see him as a chiseled monster? They get schar, even though they knocked him down to nothing, they get schar of beating a beast. The schar they get, lefum tzar agra. The schar they get, could you, I have a cousin who she became a balas tshuva. The beginning to keep Shabbos, woo! Today she's a grandmother and she keeps Shabbos. She gets schar every Shabbos for the hard Shabbos. Since she's the one who created that it's easy, she gets the schar, she, not every Shabbos, she gets schar of knocking out a chiseled monster. She has a knockout of McGregor every single Shabbos. Because she created that he's puny. That's what Yisrael says. That's why Tzadik and Lassa Love, I see a monster, because they get schar for having defeated a monster constantly. Rishon get an Einesh for not defeating somebody puny because they could have made him puny. You could say Rishon's Einesh is okay, so we didn't beat the monster. Okay, it's hard, he's a monster. But you could have made him puny. They get punished. They're going to see somebody puny. They're going to get punished. Why didn't you beat the puny guy? It was hard. You could have turned him into mush. 
If you would have battled, so they get punished for not beating somebody puny, because that was the Avaidah. And they get schar for defeating somebody, a monster. Always. It's a tremendous chizuk. When you do something that's hard, then the time, I'll give another marshal, guess. Usually to have guests is like so much fun. It's, it's like a party. Once in a while you have a guest, a difficult guest, the time you're not in the mood. If you do it then, you change the value of Achnasas Arachim always, even when it's Kishmak. You now get, imagine you have, imagine you have the MVP, you have Zevi in your house, the most Kishmak a week. But because a different week, you had a guy who was difficult, socially difficult, just clingy, whatever his issues were. You get schar when you have zevi for having the for, for a difficult week, because you showed your willingness. You showed the value of the mitzvah. We're kaveya the value of every mitzvah. You show it's precious to you. It's meaningful to you. A guy is my senefesh. Reb Yitz was in Thursday. Was in, Reb Yitz, Reb Brownstein was Thursday. Was in five towns, and he came back Friday to, to be in yeshiva for an hour or two for Friday. You know what the value of every hour or two in yeshiva for Ray Brownstein? Because he's willing to drive four hours to get that hour or two. So every day the hour or two are, are more precious. He has showed a value of those precious hours. He showed their worth. Bachram all the time say to me, Bachram all the time say to me, it's a you guys make me cheshbonus. I don't know, we're off Thursday, maybe I, you should come back for five minutes to yeshiva. And if you show a value of five minutes, then they're, then they're unbelievably value. If you devalue a day of yeshiva, you kaveya things, what value they have. You're kaveya what schar you get for all different things. How much is it worth, you decide. How much you're willing to pay for it? How much you're willing to give for it? If you're willing to give a lot, then your kaveya has tremendous value. And your is great. If you're not willing, how important is it to you? How much do you give to it? I remember my father years ago. My father learned seven blad a day for many, many, many years. To finish ass every year for many, 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 many years. I remember years ago, my father had an apparent heart attack in our house. My mother was at a wedding, and my father had an apparent heart attack. They rush him to the hospital. He doesn't know what's going to be. It was very scary. And he's on all different machines. And I get, I'm home with the kids. My mother's at a, at a class. She doesn't know what happened. There are no cell phones then. And, and my father, so I get a message from the hospital. Your father wants you to come to the hospital. Find a way. I was watching the kids. Find a way, he said, he needs something, some folio in the Talmud. He said, you'll know what he needs. I knew what, he, what Masechta is up to. He needs his folio from the Talmud. I call up my cousin, come watch my siblings, come babes. I got to bring my father to the hospital. So I bring it to the hospital. He's tied to different machines. He's lying down, he's on machines. They don't know what's going to be. I'm sure it's a parent heart attack. But he needed to do his seven blood. He's sitting there with the Gemara lying down on different machines. Doing his blood, not shtick, doing his blood. Because you know the value then of that, that that comes before other things? Your kaiveya, how, how much you're committed to this, kaiveya, the value. You have a seder with somebody, how quickly do you give up that seder? What does it take to let you get, if you easily give up the seder, so your kaiveya, it's not worth that much. The seder, if everything breaks right, I'll do it. If you have a seder, no, 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 come what may, I'm doing this. So your kaiveya, the value of that, that it becomes something precious. There's a there's a there's there's a pasuk in Tilim we say in Davening, Limnois Yameinu Kain Haida. 
to count my days, please teach me. Teach me to value each hour, to value each day. V'navi levav chachma, and then wisdom will enter my heart. When things are precious, when an hour is precious, when a day is precious, when, when something you do is precious, then wisdom, then and only then does wisdom enter your heart. It's just a day. What's the difference? I don't get it. Okay. Two days. I'll start next week, next year. So then there's no value to any day. Then, then the person has no chachma. We're kaveya. What is what value? By our, how much we're willing, how strong we're willing to commit to it. How strong we're willing to do it despite other things. When we give it a tremendous value, oh, it's a different, all for the boss. That Seder became a million dollar Seder when he gave a million dollars. It became a million dollar Seder every day because that's, he would pay him, he would give up a million dollars for that Seder. One time he had the opportunity to do it. But then the rest of his life, it's a million dollar Seder. This is what I'm doing. It changes the whole nature of the Seder. This is what I'm willing to do for it. For sure, for sure. When a guy eats shalshudas on the short weeks, he gets higher middle of the summer when shalshudas is starving, he gets higher for a hungry, for a week that you're full. Because that's what you're willing. Your shalshudas is, is not a movable thing. When you're a fair weather friend, okay, so you yourself cheapen the, what, it, what, what it's worth, what the value is. Besaid, you do it when you feel, okay. What? No, it goes by all mitzvahs. It goes by all mitzvahs, by all, by all things that you do when it's hard. Your minion, your kaveya. How much? Two guys both come to shacharis. You see, in the morning, two guys come to a shacharis. It's not equal. It's not equal their action. They looked at the exact same thing. They got up the sick. Watch the zevi. You have two guys got up the same second with the same difficulty. By the way. Let's say it was equal, let's say in the world, in Shemaim, we don't know this. It was the exact same hard, the exact same Nisayan, everything the same, and they both come to Shachris. It's not the same act. You know why? One guy goes to Shachris when it's murder. He's a Shachris guy. So even on the day they're both equal, his Shachris has a different value. His Lefum Saragra. It's true that day from a 1 to 10, they both were a 5 level Nisayan. But one guy doesn't come when he's a six, when his sign's a little steeper. And the other guy does it even when it's a ten. So on the day there were five, it's not the same thing they're doing. His chakras is a different type of chakras. Your chakras is a certain type of chakras. Mine's a different. Each one's different. What you're willing to pay for it, you decide what it's worth, what it is. To one guy, okay. And when everything breaks right, he goes. So on the day they both did the same, the sign, they didn't do the same act. It's your kaveh. You decide how much it's worth. What this preciousness of this action is. The one who does it when it's murder, who's committed, it's cold, it's this. He, he was, went to sleep five in the morning, but chakras he doesn't miss. His chakras is a different chakras. He's been kaveh. Chakras by him is something. He's a valuable chakras. Lefum tsaragra. He's invested, he's paid, he's set up how valuable it is, and he has determined its value much more than the other guy. So on a day they both do the same thing, they're not even close, Shay. You know what I'm saying? It's not even close on the day they both did the exact same thing. Lefum tsaragra. This guy, because he invests when it's hard, has been kaveya chakras is a million dollar chakras. And this guy, chakras is a ten dollar chakras. Amazing concepts, Evi, no? Mr. Salanter says this, Lugabi, this Gemara at the end of Sukkot. 
Amazing. That's why the, that's why the Rishon, that's why tzaddikim see a, see a giver because they get higher of beating a giver. You could say a little even different, a slightly different. He says that the Russia sees a puny guy. You could say even when the Russia wins, he only gets higher for beating a puny guy because they only do when it's so easy. Okay, then it, see his victories are just against puny guys. Misrael says it. He says he gets an einish for not having beat a puny guy. That's an extra chiddush. Shouldn't you still say Giwar? Because the Yitzhara is a strong... That's why so there's different ways... The different thing Yisrael... Yisrael, <laughs> Yisrael says he gets an Einish for not beating Puny. But it's not Puny. It's true. But since he should have made him Puny, that's all he, he sees. Because his job was to make him Puny. So he doesn't get an Einish for not beating the monster. It's an Einish. Why didn't you make him Puny? So Yisrael says, I'm saying his victories are only against Puny. When it's easy, because you see a puny guy. The, the, your victory is only against the puny guy. Well, by fighting, after a while, any battle. My cousin was battling Shabbos. Originally, it was an epic war. Later on, it becomes easy, like every battle. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Sure. I want to talk a different topic. This was this was for the dorm counselors. This first thing was was this was the year for the dorm counselors. Now I, I want to talk to 